What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, Bill Rossetti of Panthers Wire. Hitting you guys back up here on Thursday, August 23rd. It is the start of week three of the preseason. Can you believe it? Week three. Uh, we're starting the second half of the preseason already. Two weeks from tonight is the NFL season opener and just 17 days until the Panthers season opener against the Cowboys. So it's getting very close. We'll talk a little bit about the Panthers' plans for tomorrow's game against the Patriots and a couple other notes, including, of course, the news on DJ Moore. We'll get in that in, in a Remember to follow me on Twitter, at Bill underscore Rossetti. That's R-I-C-C-E-T-T-E. Uh, old followers, thanks for all the continued support. New followers, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. I uh, hope you enjoy my take here on the Carolina Panthers. Uh, a little bit about me. Uh, this is my second season as both host of the Locked On Panthers podcast and as a contributor to PanthersWire.com, which is part of the uh, USA Today Sports Media Group. I also do a little bit of contribution this year now for Bengals Wire, covering them as well. And of course, if you guys know the schedule, you know that the Panthers, or excuse me, the Bengals are going to be a team that you guys will be scouting a little bit because the Panthers head, well, the Panthers host the Bengals in week three. So might want to check them out a little bit. So check out the great work on both sites, really. But obviously, of course, Panthers Wire, all the, the coverage we have there as well. So let's jump into it. We'll start quick with the note of DJ Moore. Of course, got himself into a little bit of trouble earlier this week as he was uh, cited for driving back on August 10th for driving 113 miles an hour in a work zone in which the speed limit was only 65. So a little bit of a reckless ride. Uh, reckless driving uh, he was chastised as they put it by head coach Ron Rivera um, Moore was ticketed by North Carolina State Highway Patrol on August 10th just before 3 a.m. so a little after the team got home from the preseason game against the Buffalo Bills uh, they said Moore was cooperative with state troopers Rivera came out and said that Moore uh, informed the team immediately of what happened and was remorse, remorseful. And Rivera said, quote, on Tuesday, it's a chance to learn and realize you have a responsibility to the community. Uh, DJ Moore is due in court in October. Uh, unfortunately, if, you know, if we look at the schedule, of course, the Panthers... Panthers will have already had their bye week, so it is, at least for his sake, going to cut in a little bit in terms of the season because the Panthers' bye week falls on falls in week four, which is that, that Sunday is September 30th. So, obviously, it means at some point during one of the games um, – for reference, the four the four games the Panthers have in the month of October are October and these are all one o'clock kickoffs. October seventh, home against the Giants. October fourteenth at the Redskins. October twenty first at the Eagles, and October twenty eighth 
home against the Ravens. So, luckily, you know, if he's still able to travel with the team, obviously the Panthers aren't going to be traveling too much, you know, only going to Washington and to New York in the month of October. So he may not, and chances are he's not going to miss any games. You know, it's likely going to happen in the middle of the week, so he should be with the team. But, um, you know, obviously a little bit of a rough start, but good to see that he obviously has taken responsibility for it and has already been kind of reprimanded by uh, Ron Rivera. So, you know, it's just one of those learning stages. And obviously the kid's young. You know, maybe he was just very tired and just was trying to get home, whatever the case may be, you know, you know, you never know what someone's excuse is for driving almost double the speed limit on the interstate, uh, especially if you're in a work zone. But, you know, nonetheless, he did what he did. He owned up to it, and he's ready to move on. And, you know, so we'll all be ready to put this back put this behind us but that's really the the main news the other uh, interesting note here from this week was that Charles Johnson the longtime Carolina Panther one of the great rushers there has called it a career Johnson of course was drafted by the Panthers in the third round of the 2007 NFL draft played in 143 regular season games, which is the most by any defensive lineman in Panthers history. And he was the first Panther to have at least nine sacks in four consecutive seasons. That was from 2010 to 2013. Uh, in total, he he tallied 67 and a half career sacks and 20 forced fumbles. Both of those numbers are second all-time in franchise history behind, of course, Julius Peppers, who we know is top five, fourth, I believe, in career all-time career sacks and very likely will move to third on that list probably at some point this season. Of course, Johnson battled a lot of injuries last, last season, particularly back surgery and... You know, so he, he missed a lot of games, was inactive, I believe, as well, if, if I recall correctly, for the playoff game against the Saints last season. But nonetheless, uh, a great, great career for Charles Johnson. Of course, there's a good write-up on him at Panthers.com, including him being asked how he wants to be remembered as a Panther. And he said, loyal, hardworking, a Panther all the way through. The Panthers were all I knew and all I ever wanted to know. You know, and obviously in in this day and age in the NFL, the fact that a player, especially one a uh, pass rusher as good as Johnson throughout his career, was able to log as much of, as long of his career as he did with one franchise is an accomplishment in and of itself. You know. And even for just say like around 10 years, which, you know, it makes some of the accomplishments with, by some players in the NBA, for example, really outstanding. You know, and Kobe Bryant, 20 years with the Lakers, uh, Dirk Nowitzki about to enter his 21st season 
with the Dallas Mavericks. You know, so just carving out that long of a career with one franchise is is just fantastic, and especially for one that's been. I mean, in the context of the entire NFL, it's not like the Panthers have been around a long time. This is only what it's only been 23 years that the Panthers have actually been a franchise, and Charles Johnson was there for of that of that time frame. So, so just in that sense, it's a great accomplishment. And again, obviously one of the greatest pass rushers that the Panthers have ever seen. So great career for Johnson and, you know, wish him the best of luck in his future endeavors. So I'll take a quick break and talk about what the, some of the Panthers plans are for Tomorrow's preseason game against the New England Patriots. But first, we want to remind you guys about the great deal we've got going on with The Athletic. You guys have heard about all the great hires that they have now at The Athletic, including Joe Person talking Carolina Panthers, and then, of course, the national NFL team that they've established, including Lindsey Jones and Dane Brugler, Jay Glazer, Ross Tucker... You see a lot of links out there that allow you 30% off your first year subscription, but listen, I've I can save you even more money. I've got a I've got a code for 40% off, so an extra 10% for just 2.99 a month. Go to theathletic.com/lockedonpanthers. Again, that's theathletic.com/lockedonpanthers. It gets you 40% off your first year subscription. So that works out to just $2.99 a month. So fantastic deal. I know a lot of you have seen, not just with the announcements from this week, but really ever since The Athletic was created, um, a whole lot of great great work and great writers out there. Again, 40% off theathletic.com slash LockedOnPanthers. No ads. No autoplay videos, none of that. Just the writer's work. That's it. So again, theathletic.com slash locked on Panthers. So let's talk now about the Panthers' plans for tomorrow night in the dress rehearsal. As we as we know, week three of the preseason is essentially the dress rehearsal game for the regular season. It's the game where the starters are going to play the longest, uh, ideally. And on that note, Ron Rivera ideally wants to see his starters play into the second half. He wants them to play, essentially wants them to play through it, the first series of the third quarter. Uh, he said, quote, the plan right now going in is to have those guys play into the third quarter get the first series coming out on both sides of the ball so we get the feel of making adjustments at halftime and implementing them on the field. But we'll be smart with what happens out there. Uh, you know, they also note, um, again, look, reading the stuff from Panthers.com, they did note about Cam Newton saying he's he's ready to go into the third quarter, which obviously we saw last week 
against the Dolphins as he played well into the second quarter, pretty much almost right up until halftime. So obviously there's no problem with him going into the third quarter this week in the preseason. But there is the offensive line situation. Obviously it's pretty safe to say that Matt Khalil is not going to be there because we know he's questionable now for week one against the Cowboys. So you're looking at three projected starters you know, week for the uh, week one of the regular season, let alone this week against the Patriots, three projected starters going into the season not going to be there. So, how they handle the offensive line and how they handle Cam Newton behind that is certainly going to be uh, very interesting. You know, and, and very well could could play a factor into how long Cam Newton plays. Tomorrow night, uh, Rivera said about that. We'll see how we do Friday night. That will be a big indicator as to where we are, where our depth is, where our young players are. We've talked about how we can protect, the things we can do, and we'll see what happens. Excuse me. So, and again, in reference to the offensive line, obviously Taylor Moten is going to be one of the highlighted players. You know, basically being thrust out into a starting role first at right tackle when Darrell Williams went down. Now he's being thrust over to left tackle. We talked the other day about some of the great pass rushers now that the 49 or excuse me, I'm, I'm watching uh, the 49ers Texans replay. That's why I had the 49ers on my mind. Um, the pass rushers that the Patriots have and you know, how good of a challenge it's going to be. Some of the guys that Moten's going to go up against Guys like Derek Rivers, Adrian Claiborne, and the rest of that unit. So how he holds up is obviously going to be a big factor. And then you have Searles, who's being th likely thrown in at right tackle after he was brought in to play guard. So that's obviously going to be, be the key. Really, not, not just for tomorrow night, but obviously for the whole season. You know, how... How are these injuries going to play a part in the regular season, at least in the early going, when you don't have the three guys? You know, we know a few weeks after you'll likely get Matt Cleal and Amini Silatolu back. But, you know, and especially for a guy like Moten, this is tomorrow's going to be a good test because getting those reps at left tackle is certainly going to help him when he shifts over back to right tackle when Khalil comes back because we know Darrell Williams is likely going to be on IR. So you're looking at a handful of weeks where Moten's going to be there at right tackle. And listen, gone are the days too, I think, that... Now, yeah, left tackle is obviously still one of the important positions because it is still the quarterback's blind side. But right tackle has become almost just as important as left tackle with the way that the NFL is employing all these pass rushers anymore and how many great pass rushers you have and how they come from both sides. So right tackle isn't just a run blocking position. You've got to be able to pass protect and Moten getting these snaps at left tackle is going to be very huge when he goes back to right tackle. It's going to give him that confidence against all these pass rushers, especially come week one against the Cowboys when you've got to face 
Demarcus Lawrence and company. Or even uh, week two in, in the Falcons when you face Vic Beasley and all them. So the, these, these reps and facing as good of a team as the Patriots are, this, this is going to be key. Going back to Cam Newton, uh, again, that's also going to be a fact. The line is also going to be a factor in how long he plays. Um, the article here by Brian Strickland did note that 2015 was the last time that Newton actually played through the first series of the second half in the third preseason game. Ironically, that was also against the Patriots. Uh, last year, he only played one series, which of course was the only series he played in the preseason, of course, as he was recovering from that shoulder injury, but he did lead the offense to a touchdown against the Jaguars. And then in 2016 against the Patriots, Newton was pulled late in the first half because uh, he was struggling a bit. So Derek Anderson actually went in before halftime and played up until the fourth quarter. So obviously game flow and things things like that besides the offensive line will also dictate how long Newton and the starters go in. They also talked, too, a little bit about Thomas Davis because obviously this is something you're going to have to start dealing with. Thomas Davis has the four-game suspension, so this is where you're going to want to start tinkering what the defense is going to look like for those first four games. Now, Rivera didn't say, excuse me, Rivera didn't say whether or not that would mean Thomas Davis wouldn't start the game, but obviously they are starting to prep without him. Rivera said, quote, he's gone from full-time reps with the ones to part-time to even less part-time. That's hard because Thomas is really in, in, integral in what we do, but we're also being realistic that Shaq has got to get ready to go. David Mayo has got to get ready to go. We've got some young guys to get ready to go, so we've started doing that already. So that that all be, obviously be something to watch too in terms of, you know, will they run a lot of nickel? Will David Mayo get some playing time? You know, who's going to – What's the linebacker dynamic going to look like tomorrow night, and how much of a preview will that be for the first four games of the season? They also they also talked a little bit about the rookies and how, of course, they're going to be facing Tom Brady. Uh, talking to Dante Jackson a little bit, he said, it's going to be a life-changing moment. It's going to be fun just to get out there and compete. He's obviously one of the best to ever play the game. I've been watching him since I was a kid. It'll be cool to get out there and play against him. Just goes to show you. And, and back to like what we were talking about with Charles Johnson. You know, Tom Brady playing such a long career, especially at the quarterback position, with one franchise. And the fact now that you have these rookies like Dante Jackson, who's only, what, tw like 22 years old. You know, so he was only like maybe four years old when Tom Brady first came into the league. And we, we talked about how this will be a good test, too, for the defense. 
going up against Brady and uh, just the way he's able to sling the ball. You know, obviously you don't have the kind of star-studded receiving core. And, you know, speaking of suspensions, that's something else to watch for in terms of at least who, the, you know, looking at the other side of the spectrum with the Patriots. Remember, Julian Edelman is also suspended for the first four games of the season. So the Patriots are going to have to start prepping for life without him. So you may not see him as much uh, on Friday night. So really going to be interesting to see how they attack these receivers and this offense. Uh, We know the Patriots did just release Kenny Britt as well. So now you're looking at guys like Eric Decker and a couple other not really household names. I mean, Eric Decker has been kind of a household name before, but... You know, this is a guy that's in his early 30s as well and just signed with the Patriots a few weeks ago. So it's not like he's the big-time star that he once was or the highly prolific or highly productive receiver that he was when he was in Denver. But nonetheless, it's still seeing Tom Brady, seeing that great quarterback play. Because, again, you know, you look at – the regular season now Dak Prescott of course still has a little bit to prove but you've got Matt Ryan in week two you'll eventually see Carson Wentz down the line Drew Brees of course Ben Roethlisberger Matt Stafford a lot of these prolific passing quarterbacks so this is this is the big test here and we'll certainly dive more into it a little bit uh, tomorrow when we really get ready for the game and of course if you want more on the Patriots, you got to check out Mark Schofield on the Locked On Patriots podcast. Mark obviously does a fantastic job with, of course, not just the Patriots, but everything involving the NFL, but specifically quarterbacks. I mean, he is one of the quarterback gurus. He is fantastic, both in pro and college. I mean, the, the guy has already scouted about 40 college quarterbacks for next year's NFL draft. I mean, the the man is a machine. So go check him out uh, to get a little bit of taste of what the Patriots will bring to the table. But that's it. We'll wrap things up here. Again, we'll dive more into uh, tomorrow's game and really preview things to look for on both sides of the ball from the Panthers and the Patriots in, as Mark Schofield would call it, the game day edition of Locked on Panther. So that'll be tomorrow. Um, and again, that wraps it up for today. As always, thank you guys so much for listening. Really do appreciate it. Remember to follow me on Twitter at Bill underscore Setti, R-I-C-C-E-T-T-E. And remember to, to visit theathletic.com slash Locked on Panthers to get 40% off your first year subscription to The Athletic. One last thing, too, before we get out of here. Locked on Podcast Network is going to school. They have dipped into the college ranks now as we have launched 10 Locked On channels and 10 colleges with the Locked On Podcast Network. They are Alabama, Arkansas, Tennessee, Florida, Kentucky, Oklahoma, Baylor, Penn State, Oregon, and BYU. So if you're a fan of any of these schools and any of these teams... Search them on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and follow them for free. 
as it's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day now dipping into the college ranks. So again, that's Alabama, Arkansas, Tennessee, Florida, Kentucky, Oklahoma, Baylor, Penn State, Oregon, and BYU. But until next time, Bill Rossetti, thanks for listening to the Locked On Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, and we'll see you next time right here on LOP. Until then, take care, my friends.